This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. If you've flipped through the lineup on any streaming service lately, you'll likely see a slew of new holiday movies. And this year, more of them feature queer lead characters. While it's wonderful to see more representation, sometimes those characters reflect stereotypes or they come off as disingenuous. So joining us now to explore the kinds of LGBTQ representation that we see in TV and in film and who's doing it justice is Samantha Sherry. She is a multi-platform editor and features at The Washington Post. Hey, Samantha. Hi. Hi, how are you? Doing well. Thanks for joining. Also here in studio is Chicago reporter and former WBEZer Sonal Sony. Welcome back. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Sonal, I'll start with you. Do you watch many holiday movies at this time of year? Is that your thing? <laughs> I do. I find great comfort in watching movies around this time of the year, especially. What do you like about them generally? I just love the feeling it gives you. I don't know. I love just getting into the holiday spirit. And I don't know. I just love seeing characters do things that are like seasonal that I'm also doing in real time. Yeah. Well, Samantha, you know, we've seen a growing number of holiday movies come out in the past few years. What do you think about the queer representation in those movies? Yes. Yeah, definitely. So many um, new queer movies have come out. Um, And so what I've really seen is, um, you know, a lot of them have been, um, you know, very cheerful, just like all of the um, holiday movies we've uh, seen over the years. Um, They do take that um, very uh, stereotypical hallmark type um, plot to them uh, where, you know, they have the um, the town uh, character who uh, then, you know, uh, goes to the city and comes back home to their small town Mm -hmm. and um, finds true love there. Um, And so that has really been... um, you know, I guess adopted really into these queer movies. Um, and then it also, um, you know, in doing so, um, it, for a lot of queer viewers, it also kind of uh, has sort of a, um, it's a bit, a bit bittersweet just because, uh, you know, seeing it flatlined in a way. Yeah. And we'll fix your your phone line there, Samantha. I'll switch back over to you, Sonal. I wonder what your favorite holiday movie at this point with a character that you feel actually represents you or others in the queer community. That's a great question. And unfortunately, my answer is I don't have one. There isn't a movie that like really accurately and genuinely depicts my personal experiences in a nuanced and contextual way. I mean, I could name a few movies that come close. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Actually. And tell me why. Yeah, so this is a more recent movie, and, you know, some people might disagree with me, but I, I really enjoyed this movie, and I also did not enjoy some aspects of it, but the movie The Happiest Season, okay. it's the one with Kirsten Stewart um, and Aubrey Plaza. Um, I was so excited when that came out because I was like, yes, a modern lesbian movie. Like, I can't wait to see it. Um, and I did like it. I liked it a lot, but there were also things I didn't really like about it. There were some stereotypes um, that, you know, rubbed me the wrong way. Um, but, you know, I will be, I will say, like, that is probably a movie that I will be watching with some of my friends. We have decided to get together this holiday season and have a little queer movie night. Oh, nice. So that is one that overwhelmingly was recommended. For uh, yeah, and I'm glad you brought up The Happiest Season. I believe we have a clip. Let's listen. Should I have some sort of cover story or something? Oh, no, no, just be you. Okay. I mean, but don't you know, say that we're together, obviously. Um, 
you know, maybe don't mention the year. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think actually it might be better just to avoid it. But don't lie. You're a very bad liar. So at what point do you think reinforcing those stereotypes can be harmful? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that the main thing I take issue with is just the whole trope of, you know, these lesbians going home and one of them having to pretend like they are um, the other character's straight roommate. Um, That is something where, you know, personally, like especially when I was not so publicly out as being queer, um, I definitely felt a lot of feelings like that. I felt this need to hide my identity. Mm -hmm. And that is relatable. But that's a really sad part of my journey. That's not doesn't mean that that's what you want to see. Exactly. It's not the thing I want to I want to like feel feelings of celebration during the holidays. And that's just not exactly what I got. And that was disappointing for me. Well, Samantha's back with us. Samantha, I know that you reached out to Hallmark Media. That's the company behind many of these holiday movies. What did the leaders there have to say about representation? Yes. Yeah. So something that, um, you know, they really focused on was, you know, how they really wanted to celebrate, you know, diversity and representation within that. Um, And so, uh, you know, based off of, um, you know, it's really big business for um, companies like Hallmark, um, where they're able to expand their audience for, you know, holiday movies um, that so many people love to watch. You recently watched Netflix's LGBTQ holiday movie called Single All the Way. Um, I liked how it captured that stereotypical anxiety of of going home for the holidays that some people face. Let's listen. Christmas is always a big deal for my family. And this year will be even better because I won't be the single one. Who's going to be the single one? No, I mean, I'm always the single one. (laughs) Every year, it's like I'm this problem they all have to solve. They can't understand why I haven't been in a relationship that hasn't lasted more than a few months. Sonal touched on this a a bit a moment ago, but what do you think, Samantha? Is that stereotype overplayed in holiday movies? Or did you like how it was done with two queer characters in this case? Yeah, so I would say... um, you know, it's a very delicate balance. I think, um, you know, that the plot line um, can be very, uh, you know, stereotypical and it can, in a way, um, you know, still be very flat. But I feel like with Single All the Way specifically, um, it also infused um, some of those details about queer culture that weren't as, like, um, I guess, uh, stereotypical in that way. And so a lot of the viewers who really enjoyed it um, talked about little details like um, how there is like that love of plants and like naming plants or, um, you know, not really having the, um, I guess, this very downer or like um, just gloomy type things about like, you know, the struggle of coming out or things like that. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, just keeping it very lighthearted, um, but then not being too in your face or, you know, um, having those kinds of stereotypes. Yeah, let's talk more, Sonal, about the tropes that we see in holiday movies over and over again. Give us some of your favorites. Oh, yes. Um, I think the classic one is the I'm not actually gay. Um, this is my friend and uh, we're roommates. Like, no, no worries. Like, just pretending to be someone you're not. It's just it's so played out, I think. And I I don't find it like comforting. I find it sad. I find it frustrating. I want to feel good when I watch holiday movies and like 
why can't I get those same feelings that I get from like movies with straight couples? Like, why can't I just have like a wholesome romance movie where no one's trying to hide any parts of their identity? That's what I want. Yeah, and and less on a, a focus on the pain and suffering that sometimes comes with coming out to your friends and to your family. Absolutely. Is that what you would like to see? Yeah, um, I think that, you know, it's kind of double-sided. On the one hand, like, those are very real experiences, and it is great to see that in the media. But on the other hand, it's like being queer, there is just so much, like, hurt. And I think that especially around the holidays, it can be a really tumultuous time for queer people. So, I, I again, just, like, going back to... I just think that we should celebrate our identities and it's nice to see that when that is celebrated on the screen versus like when it's more hidden. Yeah. Um, And Samantha, I mean, we have queer characters and more now than before, of course, sort of on all uh, genres across television. But is there something refreshing you think about seeing queer characters in these light rom-coms or, you know, holiday movies? Yeah. um, I just think that... um, You know, there's a lot that I really like about it, but I think that um, one of my favorite parts about just seeing, like, queer people on screen um, is when it's diverse. Now, I love seeing, like, going back to the happiest season, there's been, like, this common joke on social media where it's like, okay, the most diversity in that movie is that one of the lesbians is brunette. Like, and that is a very common trope with, like, a lot of lesbian movies. It's often just two white women. And actually, um, referring back to Sarah's article, uh, there is a quote that um, is written in there about how a lot of times the representation is overwhelmingly uh, cisgendered, able-bodied, white gay men. And I would add to that that on the flip side for, like, lesbian couples, it's able-bodied, cisgendered white women. And that's really frustrating for me to see as a person of color. I want more representation of people that look like me. So that would be one of my main critiques is something that I would really love to see. And I know that single all the way is a little bit more diverse. I've yet to see it. Again, adding it to the roster for movie night. But I'm really looking forward to watching that one. Yeah. What do you think, Samantha? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just, um, you know, more black and brown characters, more indigenous people, um, and also just seeing the spectrum of LGBTQ identities as well with, um, you know, more trans, non-binary, and gender fluid people, um, you know, and of course, you know, people with um, like disabilities or differing abilities. Um, That is definitely, you know, having um, LGBTQ like writers, producers, directors can really bring about that change to show, you know, the entire, you know, kind of expansive spectrum of what it means to be queer. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and we're talking about LGBTQ representation in TV and movies, including the holiday movies that pop up on all the streaming platforms this time of year. With us are Samantha Sherry from The Washington Post and Chicago reporter Sonal Sony. Uh, Sonal, so do you think then that filmmakers and TV showrunners, that they're just relying on these stereotypes when they when they make the decision to include LGBTQ characters? Yeah, I, I think a lot of the times, yes. And to Samantha's point, a way to mitigate that is to include more diverse voices in those like writers rooms when you're actually making the movies. I think that a common, um, you know, another common thing that I take issue with is when you have like cis straight people writing movies about gay people. And when that happens, you see the stereotypes like implemented into those films. Does that happen a lot? You think? I think it does. Um, and like a big you know, example is straight actors playing queer characters. I I also take issue with that because 
why should that be the case when there are plenty of queer actors out there? Um, so those are like a couple of things that I definitely notice. And yeah, to uh, Samantha's point, just increasing diversity in those voices in the actual like writers rooms when you're actually making these movies and including those actors as well. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, as someone who identifies as a non-binary moviegoer, right, Sonal, what are the specific qualities then that you would like to see? in the LGBTQ characters that we see on screen? Like, if you could be the filmmaker, what would you want? What would be on your bullet list? Oh, I love this question. So, yes, I am non-binary. I use they, them pronouns. And I would love to see a queer holiday film centered around a non-binary character. I think the last movie I saw with a non-binary character was They Slash Them, which is like a horror movie. Um, and I did enjoy that. There were some parts I didn't like so much, but I would really just like to see someone like me just be like represented and have like a like fruitful, loving relationship. I want something more positive. Like I'm, I'm tired of all of just like the pain that I have to watch people go through, especially queer people of color, mm-hmm. non-binary and trans people of color. I would just love something that celebrates that aspect of identity. Yeah. And I mean, all the films, they don't all have to be love stories. That's right. right. That's absolutely right. It doesn't have to be a love story. I mean, I love a good rom-com. Don't get me wrong. But I actually will say, going back to They Slash Them, I kind of appreciated that because I was like, okay, this is kind of different. Like, this is sort of, I have my reservations about it, but I was like, I am, I applaud the effort. Yes. Samantha, what about you? What does good representation look like? Yeah, definitely. Where um, I think it just looks like not um, being very like stereotypical with it, not like having like this, um, you know, the rainbow flag does not have to be like waving around everywhere (laughs) to know that, um, you know, there's a queer character in, you know, any particular body of work. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And just, you know, being very like authentic with it, Um, you know, uh, something that one of my, um, one of the people that I talked to mentioned was, you know, where it's just like, oh, just like the kiss on the cheek maybe. And, you know, that is kind of, um, you know, just showing a very natural kind of, um, you know, visibility um, yeah. to queer representation. So, no, I, I want you to think back to when you were a child, right? What kind of impact do you think it would have, have been for you if you were able to see a well-developed LGBTQ character on screen I think it would have been really impactful to just like my journey with my queerness and my identity. Um, There's this one movie that's not necessarily holiday centered, but I love to watch it around the holiday times. Bend It Like Beckham was (laughs) one of my favorite movies growing up. And when I was younger, I always wished that Keira Knightley got together with the main character instead of that silly, silly soccer coach. I just remember like <laughs> longing for that because like like the main character is Indian, so am I. And I just like saw so much of myself in that movie. And I just like longed for that. I remember that. I was like, this isn't right. This is wrong. Yeah. So I think that if there were more movies where there were people that looked like me and identified maybe in ways that aren't like the heteronormative standard, um, I would have probably accepted my identity um, a lot longer ago. Yeah. yeah. No, it's funny because you, you've got the, the entire control room is, is reacting because <laughs> we brought the conversation to bend it like Beckham. You've got people, you know, team soccer coach, and then you've got people saying, no, actually, it would have made more sense for that relationship to have been two women. So. Thanks for bringing us there. Absolutely. (laughs) Samantha, how about you? What impact do you think that seeing fully fleshed out and and complex queer characters on screen would have had for folks 
who are maybe not part of the LGBTQ community and could learn something. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, um, you know, it would, especially, I know a lot of people um, in like small towns where maybe, you know, they haven't really had an experience to, um, you know, meet any openly, um, you know, gay people. Um, I think it would be really impactful to see, you know, authentic representation and to understand um, really how life is for queer people. Um, And, you know, to be able to, uh, you know, see the humanity and be really respectful um, of, you know, uh, just like gender and sexuality in general. Absolutely. We'll leave it there. Samantha Sherry is a multi-platform editor and features at the Washington Post. And Sonal Sony was a reporter here in Chicago. Thank you both.